Alright, welcome everybody. This is the initial and very first episode of the new series on my YouTube channel called Keller's Corner. Today I have a good friend and special guest, Jeff Schrimmer. He is a senior at St. Mary's Colgan along with me. Very smart, intelligent man. Uh, kind of differs from me in a couple of things, but I love him. Introduce yourself, Jeff. Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, thanks for having me, Cannon. Alright, we're going to talk about some topics today. And... Uh, should be a good time. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Let's jump right into it. Alright, so the first thing I want to cover is the 2020 election. There's a lot of controversy going on, a lot of different thoughts from pretty much everybody. And uh, so let's just start out with Trump versus Biden. I mean, I know we both are more a little, we're probably classified as independent, but yeah. we probably lean a little bit more to the right. Yeah, probably on most things I'd say, yeah. We, uh, we like our, me and you both, we are more traditional guys. We yep. hold true to traditional values, but we do like a big economy, I would yep. say. Yeah, of course. We do like the money aspect. Um, so with that, I, with Trump, I think that first off, he is very miscovered. Like, I think he's, yeah, a lot of things he's blown out of proportion. Yeah, now, I agree with that. I feel like. I feel like the media coverage of Trump is um, pretty negative at times, and sometimes he might be bringing that upon himself with a yes, lot of things yes. that he does. But um, also, a lot of it uh, seems to be kind of unwarranted. Um, I feel like media coverage just nowadays on anything seems kind of be biased and unfair, and it's hard to find um, really clear-cut news of anything without just an opinion or a slant of any kind. So yeah, he... He does kind of get a bad rep uh, just on that, but some of it he probably brings yeah. on himself. I was I was watching a video on TikTok, actually, and uh, it was Denzel Washington, I'm pretty sure, and he said, he was in an interview, and he said, nowadays, if you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed, but if you do read the newspaper, you're misinformed. Yeah, I've heard and that, too. I yeah, think that I definitely is agree with very that. true, and so the, the person asked him, like, what do you do? What, what do you do? He's like, that's a great question. We're just, we can't figure it out. We yeah. don't know what to do. We don't know where to get our information from. We don't know what's true, what's blown out of proportion. We have no idea. We just hear what we want to. And yeah. the media, he also said that nobody cares if it's right anymore. They don't care who they hurt. They just they want to be the first one to have it out. Yeah, and that's, that's the main thing with the media industry today. If, you, if you're the first, you're the best. It doesn't matter if yeah. you're right. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's true. It doesn't matter if it's biased or anything. It matters you're the first you're getting the viewers and you're getting the ratings and that's all that matters to those media companies not what's good for americans what's good for the country yeah yeah the other thing with trump versus biden is with people supporting biden i have a feeling that most of the people that support biden they don't really know a lot about him I but agree. they are just so fed up with trump they just like yeah. if like I've watched videos and interviews with people they're like make a like they're like why do you support Biden without involving Trump what do you why do you support him and they they'll have a reason but it is just not it makes yeah, no sense yeah and I see I see stuff like that too and I think the main thing with Trump versus Biden on this is that I think that most people I think more people support Biden because they don't support Trump yes, than exactly. people that support Trump because they don't support Biden. Yes. And I think that's a, a pretty clear-cut difference there. I think a lot of people will vote for Joe Biden 
simply because they think Trump is so bad. Yes. And some of that could be is warranted, of course, because Trump done some some not great things for the yeah, country. Yeah, I mean, he literally also, shut down the government for, mm-hmm. what, two weeks? Oh, yeah. Because he didn't get his wall. Because they can't get the budget done and everything, and some of that stuff is warranted, but also... I think when you're going in to vote or you're going in to support something, you need to be doing that supporting something rather than going against something. And I yes. think I think that leads to a better kind of yes. civil discourse and more peaceful type thing going on in the country. Yeah. If you're going for something instead of against something. Yeah. Don't vote for what you don't want. Vote for what you do want. Exactly. Exactly. And then the other thing with uh, Trump and Biden is uh, COVID-19, obviously. Yeah. So... Everybody says that Trump has cost lots of people lives and loved ones and all this, and he is accused of not having a plan, or he didn't have a plan when it came out. Yeah. But as soon as he shut down travel from China, shut down the borders, he was called xenophobic and very, like, didn't want immigrants, and everybody's like, that's racist, you're racist. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay well, whatever, but this is the best. And now people are like, you should have just shut it down sooner, and this is wrong. You've costed 250,000 lives yeah. in America, and you've had to shut everything down. But it's like people can't make up their mind. It's like exactly. anything he does, exactly. it's wrong. Cause I, and I think that is uh, mostly due probably to the media slant on both sides. Um, Republicans saying that Democrats just want to go against Trump and everything, Democrats saying that Trump's wrong and everything, and I think that's a main thing, and I'm not going to discredit the severity of yeah. the disease, yeah, COVID-19. There's, no doubt, that it's, there's yeah. no doubt that it's um costing people their lives, costing people their livelihoods, but also it's been majorly politicized, and mm-hmm. what whatever you believe about COVID-19, whether you think it's extremely serious, whether you think it's not serious at all... Um, which some people do think it's not serious at all. Um, I think we can all agree that COVID-19 has been highly politicized and it's become a right and a left thing when it shouldn't have. Yeah. And um, I think we could have saved a lot of lives. We could have done a lot better with the handling of the disease, maybe gotten things to a more controllable rate than they are now if people could have worked bipartisanly, which um, they couldn't. Yeah. And I think that's a major problem. Yeah. Another crazy thing with this virus is oh it's not crazy but shocking that I had um I had an aunt that went to work in the New York COVID hospitals during April March May that time she was gone for like two or three months Mm -hmm. and uh she was tested four times while she was there and she was around COVID patients all day Mm -hmm. and she had never tested positive for it Mm-hmm. And she was, I mean, she wore a mask, like three or four masks a day, face shield on top of that. Uh-huh. But somehow, I would think if it's so like easily spread as we think it is, there's got to be some way that she had it at some point. Maybe the test didn't catch it. Maybe the tests were inaccurate. Yeah. But for four tests to come back negative when you had spent three, two, three months and that's all you did, like that's blows my mind. Yeah, and that's that's probably a pretty specific case that we can't like put across the entire country, but I'm not going to discredit that COVID's a yeah. very transmittable disease that can spread, but also you have to take into account that like there are things that prevent the spread, there are things that don't prevent the spread that 
that make it spread worse. Um, and um, so that specific case, yeah, that probably happened. Does it spread? Obviously. Um, and especially in New York and places, um, New Jersey, close places quarters, where yeah. there's close contact everywhere, and that's where it was spreading a lot, high population. So I'm not going to discredit that it spreads um, like that. Probably yeah. a pretty specific case, yeah. but also, yeah, that's where it was spreading the most uh, high contact areas, high population areas. Yeah. So we watched the presidential debates. They talked about COVID, mm-hmm. and Biden and Harris have both talked to, they both talked and said that Joe Biden had a has a plan for this virus. He had mm-hmm. a plan to take control of it. Now, they've talked about what they would have done, but it sounds like we're doing most of those things already. It sounds like they're like, we want to have lots of testing, contract tra- contact tracing, and a bunch of other stuff. It seems like we're already doing that though. So I want I was I haven't heard yet. I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but I want to know exactly what Joe Biden's plan and how. It, it is different from Trump's. Like, how is it? Yeah, so I, I would be curious to know that too. I've not read um, Joe Biden's coronavirus plan. I uh, haven't really looked into that a lot, but um, yeah, it seems like what everybody seems to be wanting is pretty bipartisan. Wanting more testing, more PPE, yes. more aid to the places that are spiking and stuff like that. Um, but people don't seem to be able to get these bipartisan things done because the virus has become so politicized and um if people would be able to work together um more efficiently and more peacefully i uh i think that we could have gotten a lot of the stuff that people are advocating for now done Mm -hmm. in march and in april but because people were so slow to do that because of the kind of stringent relationships we have right now between republicans and democrats in the house of representatives and the senate um, I think that wasn't really possible. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, with this whole COVID nineteen thing, it's just the it couldn't have been timed better. Like, mm-hmm. there's no twenty twenty. I mean, like everything's happened this year. Oh yeah, like, everything. March everything. we had World War Three talks with. Iran. Oh yeah, I remember that. February was was it February when Kobe died. Or was that March? Uh, I think it, was I think February. it might have been February. February, yeah. then March, we had the virus kick off. This spring, everything shut down. Uh-huh. This spring, summer, we had the George Floyd thing. Uh-huh. And uh, now we're just here. Schools are starting. We're trying to get sports back. It seemed like we were very scared of the virus. Now we're kind of, nah, we'll see what ha- yeah, happens, how it goes. Before, yeah. And now it's kind of biting them in the butt. Like mm-hmm. We're starting to see, oh, it is real. And now we're just here, and then now we have the election coming up, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. it's not it couldn't have been like I say perfectly, but to affect us in a worse way more. Yeah, I think this year has just been crazy with everything going on, and I think everything has kind of been capitalized, however, by the virus that's yeah. going on. I think, I mean, you do have the rioting in the streets with all the yeah. Black Lives Matter and racial justice stuff that has um kind of gone on during all this this kind of time but um yeah i think everything's kind of been topped off by the virus is still going on yeah all this is still going on and we have to deal with an election we have to deal with this social unrest all of this on top of a virus that people can't seem to come together to control yeah Yeah. exactly even without a virus this year's still crazy yes exactly without a virus this is still a 
honestly a pretty shitty year. Mm-hmm. Like, it there's no way around it, and it's just with people out there in the streets rioting and uh, protesting. It's just like most of those people are the ones that are stay inside, wear your mask. But when it comes to rioting and let, lighting things on fire, it's just. Oh it, yeah. no, the virus doesn't tra- yeah, transmit it out there. Like I think that's part of just the media hypocrisy yeah. that's going on with everything. That just sometimes it's okay, sometimes things aren't, and that that's on both sides. Yeah. That's yeah. not um, one particular party or the other. That's just hypocrisy across the board. With some people saying masks aren't necessary whatsoever, that they don't do anything. There's some people saying that well, you have to wear a mask twenty four seven. You have to wear a face shield. You have to get yeah. tested daily and yeah. everything but most people are in the middle yeah and uh that's what i think politicians yeah. don't seem to realize is that most people are, are in the middle or moderate in america but our politicians aren't yeah and we've kind of been pushed that way with uh, the party politics that we've got in america and i i don't think that's a good thing this for is, the country right now uh trump is had he's have or he's had uh rallies the last couple of days in all over yes I think one was in Des Moines. He had one in Wisconsin uh, maybe, or yeah. Minnesota. Somewhere around there. He's had them yeah. all over, kind of. And uh, the masks have not been required. Yes. They've, they're encouraged but not required. And uh, that just, it confuses me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump literally had j- he, he, he yeah, just he had just tested COVID negative and he's not. And, and they're he's, not requiring the masks for the... For the rallies, and that's the thing where I kind of and it's not like there's a small group. It's yeah, there's yeah, that's what I'm talking. That's where I'm putting a distinction on the mask wear because there's a difference between when you're with people that you're around every day and that you're with people, and that if one of them gets the virus, you're probably getting the virus anyway. There's a big difference when you're with thirty thousand strangers, yeah, all in very close proximity, screaming, yelling with. A president that just had the virus that just tested negative a couple that days ago. No, it's real now. That, yes, exactly. Those are the people that were and, like, "Oh, this and is I think fake. that's I think that's kind of a big difference that people don't understand that like if you are with a bunch of strangers screaming and yelling two feet away from somebody, yeah. it's probably not the safest thing to be doing. But also, people have to understand that like, um, everything like that's kind of getting a bad rap. Wow, those kind of riots and protests everything was going on nobody's bringing up the no masks about that nobody's bringing up everything about that and i'm not saying that that's okay at all because um you have to put it across the board you can't um have a double standard on that and i think that's kind of the problem uh, again with um just the media slant going on is that there's always a double standard whether it's a double standard on the right double standard on the left there's always a double standard you can't get just a clear-cut view of what's actually going on. And I think that's a problem because people can't seem to figure out what's going on because nobody's telling them what's going on. Yeah. So the next topic I want to move into is this idea of defunding the police. Okay. And my initial thought on it was, why why are we complaining about how they lack the training to conduct these high-intensity actions like with like uh trying to think of the word intense i guess traffic stops that lead to shootings okay or something but the percentage of uh 
police interactions that turn violent in America is so small that I think we're making, I don't, I won't want to say we're making a big deal out of it, but I think that it is being blown out of proportion a little bit. Yeah, I think when you look at like the individual events that caused this, like the George Floyd thing, and then like the Breonna Taylor after that, and then there was another guy, I don't remember his name anymore. Kenosha thing? Yeah, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, um, Blake, uh, what's his Uh, name? Something. Jordan Blake, I think. Yeah, something Blake. And uh, you look at those specific cases and you go, well, obviously George Floyd shouldn't have been knelt on for a very long time. Obviously that was terrible. And you look at the Breonna Taylor case and you see, well, obviously there shouldn't have been a no-knock warrant issued and yeah. uh that was just a bad situation that was waiting to happen yeah. and you look at all this stuff and you see well that's awful and then people say well the solution to this is to defund the police and kind of when they're saying defund the police i think what they're really saying is um reallocate the funding of the police to different things yeah which isn't inherently a bad thing putting no, money into social what, services that's what we need putting money into social services but also when you look at well, we're going to defund the what we actually think of as police. We're going to defund, like, armed police in cop yeah. cars doing that stuff. And you look at that and you see, well, number one, that's not popular, especially in neighborhoods with high poverty and high crime because that's just going to lead to more poverty and crime. And then also you look at stuff and say, well, if you defund the police, you defund law enforcing organizations that obviously need to be reformed in a lot of ways and we've seen that but if you kind of reallocating that money and kind of defunding that money moving it away from that you're going to see that the rich are going to be fine the rich and the middle class are going to be fine because they can afford security they can afford these fenced communities they're living in these places and who's really going to be harmed is the poor yeah and if we're really trying to help those people in those communities that are really struggling um, uh, um, with this kind of violence, with everything that's going on, I don't think that the solution you're looking for is a full defunding of armed police because I think for the most part, that's going to be helping those communities, especially that are high crime areas. Yeah. Yeah. I think my thoughts now on it are obviously we don't want to defund the police. We we don't want to do that. But do I think that we should maybe change where some of our police spending is going into extra training for these types of intense interactions? Mm-hmm. Yes, I think we should. We should definitely ramp up our training. Like military training to police training, like the difference is a in big them difference. Is yeah. incredible. And you're not going to... You're not going to make police training better you're not going to better equip these officers for high risk interactions for high stress interactions if they're being defunded if they yes. don't if they have, have the, no money if they to don't do have it. the if they, if they don't have the resources to be able to correctly train these officers to deal with these high risk situations that they are supposed to be trained to deal with then you're going to have an increase in these kind of violent um interactions that um nobody wants to be happening yeah no like With the George Floyd thing, people say that George Floyd, oh, he was in the wrong. He was using a a counterfeit $20 bill. He shouldn't have been doing that. He was a five-time convicted felon. 
he had traces of all sorts of drugs in his system when he died and that he was in the wrong the cop did nothing wrong now that just makes no sense yeah that may that doesn't make sense to me um just for one reason i mean even if you're talking about a guy that uh, they knew that committed a crime him. that like had warrants out for him. I don't know exactly what the situation was with George Floyd, but th- does that warrant death? It doesn't. Is it, the question? It doesn't give you a reason to kneel on his neck. It, for exactly, and I don't. That doesn't warrant death. It obviously doesn't warrant death, and that's what I think when you get kind of the extreme side of the kind of extremely pro law enforcement people that are saying, well, the cops kind of can do nothing wrong, and obviously. Um, they can't. Maybe there's... both sides could have been in the wrong at some point there, um, because there's there's never a clear cut. There's this is a good guy and this is a bad guy. That's not how the real world works. Yeah. And um, so maybe, maybe both sides were in the wrong and pro. Yes, both sides were probably in the wrong in that situation. But um, you look at all these situations and people say, well, if these guys were criminals. Well, that doesn't warrant injustice. That doesn't warrant death in a lot of these cases so i'd say probably if we're if crime is going down because of programs that we implement if we can lower crime then these interactions are going to be a lot lower as well and i think that's something we have to work towards that was the thing about this certain george floyd situation was kind of both these guys were the bad guy kind of both of them the cop was obviously very just a a hole, yeah. To put it in perspective, yeah, of he would. I don't know any cop training that, or military police training that says, lean on their neck no. with your knee, yeah, of course, so not. they can be under control. Mm-hmm. No, you can handcuff him. Yes, you can, exactly. And there were other four ways. cops there. That yeah, you can obviously. Well, there was there was the one guy who was doing it. Okay, I can't remember his name, but the guy who had the knee on his neck, and then there was two others. Okay, two but others. the two others were. There might have been three, but I know about these two. Okay. They were brand new to the force. Okay. This was like one of their first calls. Okay. They had no clue what was going on. Right. They had they were just out there, kind of. Okay. They were just keeping people away. Right. But they had no idea that that wasn't that. Well, obviously it wasn't just, mm-hmm. but they had no idea to go tell them. Okay. Like, hey. Well, well, I didn't. I didn't know that, but I'm just saying with the, if you got three people, even if they're. Even if they're new, you probably could have yeah, like, like three people restrained yeah. the man yeah. in a, in a different way. You have three guys and you, you can't hold guys. down the dude that's... Exactly. So there was obviously something yeah. unjust and probably something prejudiced yeah. going on there. Definitely. Um, with however way you look at it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, crap, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well. well. Alright, yeah, I bet you'll think of it sometime. <laughs> I'll, I'll think of it. But, uh, so... Now on to our next big topic besides the 2020 election, Trump, Biden, COVID, police thing. Oh, I know what it was. So people who want to defund the police, ask them, you ask them, okay, so what are you going to do when someone breaks into your house at night? Who? What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to call the police. But you want to defund them? Like, yeah, tell and me I, how, think, tell me, I think I that's somehow somewhat right and somewhat wrong because when people say defund the police usually they don't mean yeah. getting rid of yeah. the police and there's yeah. some people that want to get rid of the police as a whole yeah. but well, that's not most people and most people when they see defunding the police they mean putting more yeah. money into community organizations that are going to kind of combat crime 
um, in a different way than policing does. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there are de- definitely people that do want to get rid of that police, but I don't think that's most yeah. Americans. Did you see the stat after, the, I think it was the week or maybe two weeks after the whole George Floyd thing went on in New York, that they defunded the police or whatever they did? Yeah, there. I know they have been uh, kind of making yeah. a lot of reforms in uh, New York City. Yeah, the especially. crime rate that week went up. I think it was 227%. Yes, yes. That so was, crime, that's crime rates insane. in New York City... And in basically just big cities across the country right now have been have been uh, going up just a lot. And some of it's because of different defunding the police measures and stuff like that. Some of it's just because people are kind of going crazy right now. There's riots going on because of all this um, social justice stuff that people are fighting for. Um, and so that's another reason crime has gone up. And then I think kind of people are just fed up with everything that's going on right now, especially yeah. with the virus and everything. And. Um, yeah. I feel like that's just all led to really high crime rates. Yeah. So the next topic, uh, despite all that stuff we just talked about, something way different. All right. Way off the scale is uh, UFOs slash other life forms. All right. Yeah. Whatever the term is, interstellar maybe. Uh, extraterrestrial. Yeah. What, yeah. Life probably. forms. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I want to ask you. Do you think there's other life out there? I'd say it's probably likely. I, I'm not going to say I'm a firm believer that there's some aliens out there, but I I would not be surprised whatsoever. Yeah. And what's a better all. time for them to show up than now? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm that, saying. If I real, feel like that would, that would cap off a great 2020 year if um, some aliens came down from outer space and uh, were, uh, were talking to us. But, um, yeah, so I'd say, I'd say, I'd say it's with how just even when you even try to grasp how big just everything yeah. everything is um and how small just earth is in general i feel like you look at it and say well how can there not be something else how how could we be the only only thing going on and maybe we are maybe maybe that's how god god planned for it to work out and everything but um i look at that and see there's all of this everything that there is and uh we're the only thing i don't know i kind of yeah. find that hard to believe yeah that's what I'm thinking. I'm. I don't want to say I 100% think. Oh yeah, there's aliens out there. Oh, yeah. Like, there might not be. There might be. But the fact that you think that, or that somebody thinks that there's no other life anywhere in the world or anywhere in the universe except for on Earth, I just yeah. It's and I'm that's like, when I, I when I hear about that too like. I think kind of the traditional like movie view of aliens like green type little dudes with big heads and stuff that's probably not what's going to be going on if we're finding aliens it's probably going to be microscopic organisms or something like that or even like organisms that aren't based off carbon like ourselves maybe phosphorus or something like that or silicon but um yeah so I feel like the movie view maybe isn't giving people an accurate representation of yeah. what a lot of like, people are saying when they're talking about extraterrestrial life yeah. when the first alien comes he's probably not going to look like E.T. exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's just the truth and then I showed you the video of the Commander Fravor thing before this because yes. uh, Joe Rogan talks about it on his podcast all the time and it, it just I think it's awesome every time he talks about it and uh, so Commander Fravor for you, those of you who don't know he is a Navy fighter pilot and uh he has seen this uf he has seen this ufo um off the in 2004 i think it was off the coast of san diego and it 
they have no clue what it is. The Navy has no clue. And uh, the Pentagon's came out and said some stuff about it. They can't figure it out. But this thing, this ship, they, Commander Favor has actually seen it. The ship move, and they have it on. They have a video of it on radar, and uh, he, they just can't figure it out. It. They said it, they tracked it, going from sixty thousand feet above sea level to one foot above sea level in under a second or in a second, something insane like that. Okay. So, I just, what do you think about that? Like, well, um, so that that came out with um all of the stuff that was um released this year that was unclassified by the, yeah. the CIA. Yeah, the Pentagon right? came out and said Pentagon. that we have recovered UFOs that are not made on Earth, I think is what they said. Okay. Well, I, I hadn't heard that, but, um, but yeah, there's a lot of things that when you really get into it, getting kind of the YouTube rabbit holes um, that with you talking about like the UFOs and everything, you can get with some crazy um, conspiracy theories and everything like that. But, yeah, you look at instant instances like um the captain um fravor and um other stuff like that and you you think it just makes you think well what's going on here is there something else going on and normally um after 50 years or something they come out with something and it's they figured out what it was but um sometimes you got to think well maybe every time really you got to think well is this actually something going on and i'm probably not the authority in the in the field of ufos <laughs> yeah. to be able to be talking about that but um yeah it just makes you wonder yeah it's crazy i'm i just i hope i'm alive when we figure it out i yeah. i, I want to be there when we figure it out i i, I, I do too like i just i am so it's so interesting to me that we've grown up kind of like oh we're the only people here like, uh-huh like, and that's that's the thing that a lot of like every like we act like our we're the only things in the universe and everything and don't act like we're not and sometimes I mean we have to act like that because we got our own problems yeah. going on down here um, and a lot of problems especially in uh, 2020 but um, when you really look at that extraterrestrial stuff you see about how little that we've even um, explored the explored yeah. in the universe and even on our own planet yeah, how little we've even, explored like the, on the oceans the ocean, and everything you know half is what we so um, about the ocean. then when you just think about how little we actually know yeah. about anything um it, it just makes you wonder it makes you think about just your perspective yeah. on everything and uh what yeah. kind of view you have now uh on that uh other wife alien thing okay do i think there is uh do I think that the other life forms are advanced as us? No. I do not think they have 7.8 billion people on their planet or whatever micronisms or whatever. I don't think they are they have cars. I don't... I right. they, Well, they yeah. might have UFOs. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe. I, maybe. Mean, I guess <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> but I think uh, I would say out of universe i would say earth is probably doing the best but yeah i'd say i'd say i i'm not gonna go ahead and say that maybe earth is definitely the most advanced i don't know planet in in the universe because i have actually no idea but um also uh, i feel like if something's so advanced um that it would have contacted us by now you know if something's so advanced that it can travel around a galaxy or a universe or whatever and maybe it's so send, advanced send communications or something yeah exactly um 
Um, so maybe Who I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Our next big topic I want to cover is the legalization of marijuana. Okay. Yeah. Uh, kind of controversial. Uh, I brought it up in Mrs. Dickey's class actually today. All right. And she, I told her all my reasons. I told her I was like. Miss Diggy, I will promise to you I've never smoked weed. And she's like, okay, I believe you. And I was like, right. okay, I, I promise. <laughs> and and uh, so uh, the one thing that I, I I'm going to go out and say it. Yes, I think we should legalize it. Mm-hmm. Not for because it's a cool drug or it's a good drug, but because of the benefits it could have to our society exactly and um when you look at i'm I'm gonna agree with you also about the legalization of marijuana and um when people say legalization of marijuana it kind of gets people a little afraid um just because they think oh everybody's gonna be high all the time and everything but you look at its dangers as compared to like alcohol and things like that and you and you look at stuff and say well alcohol's legal but there's regulations for it, and obviously with anything that you're legalizing, especially a narcotic, um, you're going to have to have restrictions, mm-hmm. mostly based on age, who can buy it, who can sell it, who can grow it. But when you look at the pros, also you're looking at um, how much tax revenue yeah. is going to be coming insane. into the government. Insane. Um, insane amounts of tax revenue. And also the medical benefits. Um, and PTSD. medical me- medical marijuana is um, legal in a lot of states already, but... Even when you just look at the benefits of using it medically, not recreationally, um, there's a lot of benefits for yeah people with P- PTSD, like you said, and also people with extreme pain due to illness and stuff like that. So there definitely are benefits to it. There's also obviously risks, mm-hmm. um, as with smoking anything with respiratory yeah. stuff and um, with impaired decision making abilities and everything like that. Possibly, and there's pros and cons. Addictive. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and definitely the addictive aspect as well um, but there's a lot of things that are are legal um that are very addictive and most of that has to do with nicotine yeah. so yeah i think uh another one of my points i made was obviously i said that alcohol is most likely or is more more dangerous than weed i think okay from a like social standpoint okay um but the other thing was uh oh i just had it what was it just blinked out yeah well yeah but on on the subject of um kind of from a social standpoint being more um dangerous or whatever um you look at like drunk driving and alcohol is legal but you still got the drunk driving accidents obviously um and you look at like high driving um and you see that there's obviously accidents that happen with that and we don't really have a high enough sample size of that because of only a few states being um, places where cannabis is legal recreationally, so you don't really have a high sample size of the damage um, slash good that it kind of causes socially as a whole of the society. Um, But when you just look theoretically um, with the um, kind of um, ideas that go along with it in the economic standpoints um you see a lot of pros um despite the cons that it might have with um kind of social things that goes along with alcohol and other drugs that are legal as well 
Uh, I just remember what I was going to say. The, uh, another thing that, uh, more like higher class people use it for is like big business owners or business owners in general is, uh, they said that when they are intoxicated with marijuana or on marijuana, that they have ideas that they never would have thought of had Mm -hmm. they not been high. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think that's... One, I think that's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Not, yeah, not, I, I think not, that's pretty interesting. Not, not yeah. like, not like, oh, he was high and when he thought of it, like yeah. that's cool. But like, when you can take something and then it gives you an idea that possibly changes your business, changes uh-huh. your life. Exactly. I think that is so like, yeah, interesting. So definitely like the implications of that are pretty serious in some ways, yeah. um, especially when you're talking about advancing society and stuff like that. But um, when you're talking about like higher class people, business owners using it. I think that's kind of a discrepancy too. Also, um, when you're looking at people that are rich using cannabis versus people that are poor, yeah. Well, you're looking exactly. at how many people are in prison that's where you for go cannabis from, use, yeah. and they're from lower class. Yeah, that's um, that's where you go from recreational to, you know, I well, it is still recreational, but two different kind of yeah, and, that, and that's kind of like kind a of legal ideas, standpoint. ideas and thoughts over then. Hey, I'm gonna get high and go eat. Yeah, so the, uh, just that kind of brings me into, like, the legal aspects of it with how crowded our prisons are right now and how much of that population is simply because of cannabis possession. Um, And when you look at that and you're saying, well, if we got rid of crimes for cannabis possession, um, not kind of, not not talking about, like, illegally dealing it or anything, but just possession of it, um, you're looking at, number one much less crowded prisons, which is going to help the American taxpayer Mm -hmm. for one. So that's kind of an economic reason. And then also you've got a lot of people whose lives are kind of changed because this drug was legal or because it wasn't. Um, And then you have families that, oh, dad's in jail for, because he had a gram or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of a big discrepancy, especially between like the rich and the poor. Yeah. Yeah, When you look at the stuff you're talking about, like, people of low economic status that are um, increasingly more likely to go into prison for cannabis possession or stuff that has to do with that. And then you look at um, high economic status and you're talking about, well, if this person got charged with cannabis possession, are they going to jail? Heck no, because of kind of how our legal system works today with how basically you can buy yourself um, out of prison, out of jail time, especially with bail and everything like that. And cannabis... Um, specifically kind of leads into that, um, mm-hmm. that kind of cycle um, and that, um, that prison um, system that's going on between the poor and the rich. And I think definitely another pro of legalizing cannabis could kind of be that uh, yeah. legal reform. Trump has actually done a pretty good job of getting quite a few of these people that have, are in jail for just possession. Mm-hmm. He's actually got quite a few of them out, which yeah. is... I wouldn't say surprising, but I think it's something that most people don't know. Yeah, he's, and I, I don't know gotten, much about that, actually. Yeah, but he's, um, got, he's actually gotten quite a few, a lot of people out of prison for nonviolent crimes, for just drug possession, some stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's actually... And that, yeah, I, I haven't read a lot about that or anything, but yeah, that's a... That's probably a good thing in most situations, because yes. um, yes. 
when you've got people in prison not being able to work, not being able to provide for their families, um, leaving their kids to yeah. be raised by single single parents, um, it's a kind of a problem that leads to more problems in a way. And um, so that's definitely something that um, I haven't read a lot about President Trump doing a lot of that stuff, but um, I'll take your word for it. And um, so that, yeah, that's definitely a good thing, I think, overall. Yeah. All right, sweet. So our next topic I want to talk about is everybody talks about COVID-19 and everybody has their say on it, whatever. Uh, exactly. Everybody wants to throw their two cents in, mm-hmm. but I, I at least haven't heard, haven't seen an interview of related to COVID-19 strictly from a high schooler student and how it has affected them personally you know, emotionally, mentally, physically, I I want to go into that. I want to mm-hmm. say, I want to ask, how, from your standpoint, has COVID-19 directly affected you in going to online school for the, whatever, f- fourth quarter of last year? Okay. Uh, being spread out everywhere, you know, wearing your mask at school. Like, just yeah. talk about some of that stuff. Yeah, so... um. Definitely, um, when it kind of hit, um, actually hit back in March, like a truck, like you said, um, and then kind of Lori Kelly issued that order about the schools and the sports and everything. And, um, to be honest, it just really sucked. Yeah. Um, it was kind of awful. Um, but I mean, you, you saw what they were thinking at that point and you think, okay, well maybe you can at least, if you, even if you don't agree with them, you can see where they're coming from. But just from not a COVID standpoint, but just from a high schooler standpoint, um, not being able to go to school every day, not being able to play sports every day, mm-hmm. not being able to see your friends very much, um, just really kind of sucks just from a social aspect because mm-hmm. um, that's something that you're in, enjoying as a, as a teenager, as a high schooler, especially going into your senior year of high school. And that was kind of yeah. difficult I mean, and, uh, for a lot of people. We missed a senior trip. Yeah, because we uh, where were we gonna go at first? Where uh, were we gonna Branson. Go? We were gonna go on a cruise. First, oh yeah, right? we we're gonna go on a cruise, and, and then, then we, we had we decided on Branson, and then and then and then kind of got scrapped because really of the COVID and everything, because nothing's yeah. open, and I know we still I was supposed to go to Chicago it. over spring break, and that kind of got canceled, yeah. and and you look at those things from the broader perspective and say, well, that doesn't like in the long run doesn't matter too much going to Chicago yeah. or going yeah. to Branson yeah. with a couple, with some of your friends. But also you look at that and say, well, dang, that really, that really, that really sucks. That really sucks. And you're kind of missing out on the life experiences, even though it doesn't seem like it matters that much. Like in the bigger picture, it kind of does seem like it matters much um, to Mm -hmm. you because it's you because it's me. um, And it and you're kind of personally invested in your high school experience, especially with sports and especially with school and everything like that. So just from that and then going to online school, which really was kind of a mess even though everybody was kind of doing their best with the cards they were dealt um yeah that kind of it just it was kind of crappy yeah i I remember the friday right before we had just said we're not going back for the whole year Uh we were in uh father Labenza's class and we were talking about 
the virus, which nobody yes. had really known about it. Yes. It was, well, I think March. It was, it was becoming 10th, more and more, like people were becoming more and yeah. more aware yeah. of it. Yeah, there was like, oh, there's this flu-like thing going around. Yeah, yeah, and then it and kind of got like, more well, and more serious. The flu, is it the... Then it kind of got more and more serious. Yeah. People were like, well, oh, wow, this is actually serious. People, they're talking about canceling school, talking about canceling yeah. sports. It kind of seemed crazy then, but now you look back at six months of what's been no, going like, on. Thank God we did. Yeah, I mean, you look at, at like six months of what's been going on now when you're like dang like we didn't know anything yeah back then like yeah. we didn't know anything everybody just thought it was another strand of the flu uh-huh well, and then, what does that mean like, yeah exactly nobody like, knew. like nobody knows and to be honest i mean it's kind of hard to find good information about mm-hmm. about it right now even so um and that's yeah, the thing it's definitely it's, it's definitely something that kind of everybody was kind of in shock yeah. kind of nobody knew really what was going on um but we were kind yeah. of just well, this is what's going on. This is what the governor's saying. This is what the state legislature is saying, and that's I guess what we got to do. And that's what's confusing about it is it's hard to find information on it, but you know everybody's trying. Uh-huh. Like nobody, nobody's trying to be like, oh, well, we didn't mean that. This is what it actually does. Like nobody wants to, yeah, tell somebody wrong and cost them a family member or yeah, exactly. Cost an, older person their own life uh-huh. like everybody wants to have the concrete facts but this thing is so weird and different that we cannot figure it out like uh-huh. how like a virus but it only affects like i'm not gonna say only but it mainly affects older people with pre-existing conditions yeah that's so that would be the major like, demographic that it's yes, majorly affected. yes that's the age. one thing that we have truly concreted in in this yes. in younger kids that like it, no, I'm not. I wouldn't say they're immune to it, but they have minimal, like minimal symptoms. symptoms uh, yes. In most cases, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when when I think you look at that, um, what's really um, kind of concerning about the virus, like from a young person's standpoint, um, is not getting it, like, giving it to them. I don't. I don't think that, like, I would be. I'm not really s- scared in a way of getting it. Um, but definitely spreading it unknowingly um, in a way is kind of something that a lot of people are concerned about. And then also um, the long-term effects so of getting it. Because I don't, there hasn't been research, obviously, because it's been around yeah. for about less than a year yeah. now. So we don't know any of the long-term effects. But so I think the only thing we can do is kind of stay in those closed groups that I was talking about. Like your your class in high school, like... Like me and you, we practice together every day. Like we're, we're in going, we're classes. we're in the same classes. We go to places together mm-hmm. on the weekends. Like, like we're together. And so, like, if you got the virus, I'm gonna get the virus, uh, yeah. whether we're wearing masks or not, whether yeah. we're getting tested or not. So you look at those situations versus other situations, like those Trump rallies we were talking about and stuff. And you're saying, yeah. well, where is it actually spreading? Where is it actually going? Where are people actually getting it? And becoming seriously ill, dying, and things like that. And there's a there's a difference. I yeah. Think. And the thing is with like the Trump rallies, like you could say, oh well, you're in that big mosh pit of people. You got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, what if the person checking your ticket or whatever to get in there has it, and he's yeah. touching everything? You could have uh-huh. just got it from there. Yeah. And Nobody in the crowd there, could have there's, had it. There's there's such a kind of level of randomness. Yeah. To it, I feel like there's so there's such a randomness to it that even if you're taking the best precautions and everything, you're still yeah. not fully like, like even people, safe even people it. that wear their mask 24 seven and do all the right things, wash your hands, 
try and stay socially distanced. If somebody in your family gets it, exactly, you're still quarantined. Exactly, you're, you're you still have the exactly. highest chance so of that, getting. There's it. there's still a level of, well, something could happen even if I do all the right things. Yeah, and even if I am not doing these things, even if I'm in high risk situations, um, maybe it doesn't happen, or maybe it does, or what, there's an element of randomness to it. Yeah. I feel like, and I feel like that's what gets people kind of angry about it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, another thing from a high school standpoint is that I haven't really seen is people are, there's people definitely that are straight up terrified of this thing. Yes. Terrified to get it. As a high schooler who's, me and you are both very active, very healthy. Uh We work out, play sports. We're stable people. Yes. We, like, I'm definitely not scared to catch this thing. Like, if I catch it. Oh well, I'll kick it to the curb. Exactly, and, and that's what we'll I think. Fine. A lot of people that are in high school, they're more afraid of being quarantined than being yeah. than getting the yeah. virus. Nobody... And I'd say I'd put myself in that own camp. I'm more afraid of getting quarantined than yeah. getting the virus for sure. Um, just because, like, well, if I get the virus, okay, I'm sick. I've got to stay home. Um, that that kind of sucks. But if I get quarantined. Well, and you miss other people may have to get quarantined. I'm other missing out on a lot of school. I'm missing out on football, football games. games. I'm missing out on a lot of stuff. And I think a, pe- a lot of people look at it and say, well, I don't want to get quarantined. I don't want to have to do any yeah. of that. So I'm going to wear my mask. I'm yeah, exactly. And then, and then like, but you look at it like during school and you're with like kind of stable groups and you say, well, is the mask necessary here? Or some people say, yes, it is. Some people say, no, it isn't. And that, that kind of adds to the element. It's kind of like a bubble thing of the, that the NBA yeah, did. Yeah, like, like, kind of like the NBA Like the NBA did. was like, oh, our bubble. But I guess at school it's kind of different. You don't really have a bubble. But mm-hmm. if you're just around a certain group and yeah, every day, like, I'm, then... I'm around the same people. I've been yeah. around the same people. It's not like the, we're going since, up and since, down the hallway. Since and I started in, yeah. in, in March, I've been around the same people. Yeah. Like, I'm not going around and going with people I've never met yeah. to random places like I'm I haven't been going to like yeah. Trump rallies or anything yeah. like yeah. that um but um yeah um so I yeah because I've been in pretty stable groups for the past six months now mm-hmm. and um and you look at that and then you say well how many of these people have been safe how many isn't and it's just still element of randomness you're afraid of being quarantined you don't want to necessarily get the virus but you're not like exactly scared of like actually what it's going to do to your body mm-hmm. and um definitely from a high school perspective it's definitely kind of a weird thing the one the one thing i will say i'm scared of is having it not knowing it yes as i have it and i go see my grandparents one weekend and my grandmother who smoked for 40 years gets it mm-hmm. because if she gets it yeah not gonna be good exactly if that's the one thing i'm that's the one part I am probably scared of this thing mm-hmm. is knowing it and not knowing it asymptomatic is I think and asymptomatic is kind of a that's the is a pretty big part. thing like because yeah. especially with young people a lot of people are asymptomatic you spread it and you don't know it you don't think you have it you don't think there's yeah. any way you could and some people do some people don't and that kind of that kind of just ta- speaks to the virus how kind of crazy it is how kind of yeah. just insane yeah all right, so to close it up, I I asked this question or asked Jeff this question uh, yesterday before football practice, and 
He had a hard time answering it because I think it's a pretty good question. Yeah, it's a good it's, question. It's not like a hard, like, oh, it's what you believe or what anything. Yeah. It's if you could have it on your body, if you could have the sense of any animal, so like the scent this or the smell of a dog, the vision of a hawk, the hearing of a bat, anything like mm-hmm. that. I, I asked Jeff, what would you, what would you go with? Okay. So, so I was kind of thinking about there's, this. There's actually. a lot of good choices. I, I was thinking there's about this. Good choices. Yeah. So I was thinking about this last night and kind of today. And so I've got kind of like two things. So like if we're going, I kind of, I'm kind of straying off of the sense thing and more like quality that I'm talking about, but I think the quality of like a chameleon being able to like blend in places. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. I think it would just be really fun because I think it would be really easy to scare people. Yeah. If you were like, could like blend like the, in like the thing the off of Monsters Inc. What's exactly. Oh, I can't I remember, can't remember his name, but the, name. The, yeah, the guy, the, the bad guy or whatever. Yeah, the little reptile from. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be <laughs> super cool to have. I think it would be just super fun, super funny to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But also, if we're going from a pure like a sense of an animal, um, I think echolocation would yeah. be super cool. So, like what bats do to like kind of like envision their surroundings other than mm-hmm. like thermal vision and then also like kind of like marine animals kind of do it somewhat uh, with their dolphins, sonar don't, yeah dolphins, yeah like kind of like, like sonar kind of like echolocation but being able to like not seeing but also being able to like sense like things around sensor. you <laughs> exactly being able to sense things around you by sound yeah. like kind of being able to see by sound i think that would also be is super cool and there's actually i don't know if you've seen anything like this but like blind humans can like train themselves to echolocate like they can have like a clicker they can do it with their tongue and they can kind of like their mm-hmm. hearing gets so good because they lost their eyesight that like they're able to like hear like vibrations yeah. and kind of like, move uh, around i know helen keller you're you're a distant cousin yeah my my great great aunt <laughs> no but i know uh she uh she could memorize she know she would know who she's around by their scent she okay. remember their smell i didn't i didn't so know like that. if you were around her she she'd be like she could know who you were because she remembered your smell. Uh huh. Which is crazy. Yeah, that would be super cool That's too. Awesome. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of cool when you look at like how many actually cool senses like humans can just develop mm-hmm. based on like how like kind of adaptable yeah, just the that's, human body is that's, like in general in being able to sense things. Uh-huh. I think there's a kind of not a misconception, but I think that five senses. I think that's kind of what you're taught in kindergarten what uh-huh. you kind of stick through yeah but when you think about it like i think you have way more senses like mm-hmm. i know that most like all everything that happens with your body is going to pertain to those five yes but think about like knowing where your hands are without seeing them mm-hmm. like being yeah. able to uh there's like so much stuff. something yeah. without being able to there's, hear it yeah exactly like it's, being able to like know if somebody's like looking at you even yeah, like you're yeah, not looking at them yeah. and stuff like that I think that's super cool. Like when you're talking about like more than five senses, the first thing I always think of is like six sense, like the movie. Like yeah, I, I yeah. can, I can hear dead people. I can see dead people or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, what you're talking about there, like how how cool, like just the human body is in general. Like how much stuff you can mm-hmm. you can know without like knowing it. Yeah, basically. humans are pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty cool. Pretty cool being a human. Pretty neat. Yeah, it is pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us. For this first episode, I want to thank Jeff for uh, coming along, tagging along today. I think I'm going to keep Jeff around for uh, most of these episodes because he's just very intelligent, very smart guy. 
Uh, very high ACT, very high GPA, <laughs> awesome kid. I love being around him. I love talking to him. He not only does he know his stuff, but he makes you smarter in the process. Because I learned a lot today that I didn't know before. But that's what I love about talking to Jeff. He he knows his stuff, and it's awesome. So I think that's going to do it for our first uh, episode. All right, well, thanks for having me, yeah, Janet. Thank, yeah, thank, thank you. you for coming. I, uh, I'm probably going to put these on youtube just to begin with and then hopefully i can get them on either spotify or the podcast app i'll try and figure that out but uh everybody if you could please like and subscribe and then come back we're gonna try i think we're gonna try and get one either every week or every other week we'll see how it is yeah we're we'll both, see we'll see how that we're, works out, we're yeah. both really busy with sports and school and stuff like that but thanks for everybody for listening i hope you enjoyed thanks